0: Welcome to the Made for Mondays Podcast, where each week we talk about how to be love in our day-to-day lives. Now, here are your hosts, Executive Director of Believers Church, Heather Carl, and Senior Pastor of Believers Church, Jamie Stewart. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to the Made for Mondays Podcast. I'm Heather, and who are you, fellas?
2: Woohoo, it's a new year.
0: <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> My name's Sam. Hi, I'm Jamie. Let me introduce myself.
2: Yeah. yeah Sam, good great. to have you back.
0: Yeah. It's good to be back. Um, missed say you. You were, I missed you. Missed you guys. I, I was gonna
2: say the same thing, but then I thought I don't want to start the day fibbing. No, I know.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed listening. I mean, Doug did a good job filling in. He did. He He's did like a, the backup quarterback. You know, I'm QB one, <laughs> but he did a good job. Uh, you know, he only threw me under the bus once or twice. Yeah, I was expecting more, but he, he did was, great. He did great.
2: I will say he was super excited to be a part of the longest podcast we've yes, ever done. Yes, that's true. I think that was
0: his only goal. I, it definitely
2: was. Oh, was of course, that's his only goal. Hands down, his only goal. That's
1: always his goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, um, we have a little bit of stuff to talk about before we get into our topic for the day, mm-hmm. but we got to go back, I feel like, because we didn't have a podcast last week, so... This week...
0: I wanted to do a podcast. Well, I you ready. did ask. You did, I did ask. I was like, are yeah. going to do this? I know. I'm ready. Yeah. Everybody else said but no. We said no. Yeah. Sorry, fans.
1: <laughs> but the I want...
0: Did we
2: get any emails asking? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Just hundreds. Yeah, where reported. are you guys? What? Guys,
2: where are you? <laughs> it's Monday and I can't find you. That's what weird happened? that we didn't get any of those. Yeah. yeah.
1: Super weird. <laughs> but let's talk about... We are loved. Our Christmas Eve services, Christmas in Harborview... People were back on campus. Yeah, it was we saw definitely a lot of like faces we haven't yep. seen for a while. It was really great. It
2: was really great. Yeah, so we did four services: two on Christmas Eve Eve, two on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, one was full by COVID yeah, standards. By COVID standards, and um, then the other three were, you know, moderately attended. Yeah, there were Sunday morning mm-hmm. <laughs> attended kind of rooms. But yeah, it was really nice. And I would say over the four services, we probably had more people roll through the building
1: than we have in a, long we have in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice to it see It really everybody. was. So if you came back for Christmas and didn't come back yet in the new year for yesterday, we would love to see you back.
2: We sure would, yep.
1: We sure would. All right, we don't have a gift update as of yet because there are... Do you want to just give a little insight in that, James? Yeah,
2: so... I was really hoping to be able to. I know. But maybe it's best. Yeah. Wait till Sunday mm-hmm. to make the official announcement. Right. So, yeah, the office was closed between Christmas and New Year's. And I I think for the first time ever, that included a finance team. Yes. <laughs> so um, we didn't get a, a full accurate count yet. Right. So the last I heard, though, we were... Just over $70,000, and the goal was so eighty. dollars So um, I'm feeling pretty optimistic yeah. that we're going to hit the goal and maybe even exceed it, which is and pretty amazing. And
1: it just continues to show us how we are part of such an amazingly yeah. generous church family. For sure. I mean, even in the midst of a really difficult year, yeah. even financially for people, um, they're just selfless and generous yeah, and awesome. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. So great. So you mentioned that we were on break. Um, so we, our office shuts down the week between Christmas and new years mm-hmm. and just gives staff, um, a time to kind of reset, recalibrate, getting ready for the new year. So what did you guys do over your breaks? Jamie,
2: <laughs>
1: let Sam go first because I'm going to scold you publicly. Uh, yeah. Oh, <coughs> I
0: don't know what that's about. Uh, um, yes, you do. I got to be honest. Our family didn't do much <laughs> over break. Perfect. That's what we I want were, uh, to hear. We were confined to our abode. <laughs>
2: we Today we call that quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some would say that. Yeah.
0: Um, no, we just, oh my gosh, we just chilled. But we played a lot of Monopoly. Nice. Uh, watched a lot of.
2: Movies. So, are you uber competitive in Monopoly? Like, do you throw houses and stuff? I
0: used to. Yeah, there's a story um when me and Jamie were first dating, and I played with her mom and grandma, and I hit the board. <laughs> Bonnie <laughs> I and smacked I smacked the board yeah, off the table. Yeah,
2: Bonnie and I had a conversation the other day because we had um we'd gotten together with Nate and Heather and played a game, and it was really fun. And uh, she said, you know, like, we should have everyone over and play a game. And then she's like, I don't know that same would be a lot of fun to play a game with. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it depends. I can be fun. Okay. I
0: have my my competitiveness is definitely worn off a little bit. Uh-huh. But I, I just kind of get quiet and grumpy now. Oh, yeah. I know that's shocker. Yeah, he doesn't, <laughs> I know. I've but seen if I'm that. Not winning, I just kind of get a little grumpy. He doesn't
1: get as aggressive anymore. Yeah. He just totally shuts down and pouts. Yeah. I'm yeah. shutting down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So
0: that's how that's how that happens. I haven't, but with haven't your family,
2: a, it's but it was a good monopoly. No, well, no kind of
0: because Mason and um, the wife they're kind of similar. <laughs> Her name is Jamie. <laughs> we've only been together a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then Addie and me are similar so we get like grumpy but then they yell at us for the way we're acting which makes us even more angry sounds
1: yeah. like a great family yeah. time yeah it's a blast yeah yeah
0: it's a lot of fun <laughs> mason and, so, and, <laughs>
2: mason and uh, uh
0: uh what's her name there, uh, there's a guy sitting the love in front of, of my with life the, um, <laughs> with uh, the same yeah. name spelled differently ah, but jamie same, yes same name <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so we did that uh uh, so <laughs> I, there's not much more. Yeah, I had the I had the vid mm-hmm. the rona whatever and it wore me down so I just I, I relaxed. But man, I mean, I know everybody isn't as fortunate but it was kind of a good time to yeah, good time to have that. To have it. So yeah. I just kind of rested and that's chilled good. out and everybody's back 100% and, and in school back. today. Yeah. And yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And that's okay. really,
1: I mean, in all honesty, what we like want for our staff to do during yep. that week is to disconnect with work. Hmm. Jamie. That's yep. kind of our goal in that. Yeah. And then yeah, it's no work. to like mm-hmm. focus on their families, yeah. times with friends. Mm. So um, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure that's exactly what you did.
2: So Bonnie left <laughs> to go visit her dad on the twenty sixth. <clears throat> And so it was just me at the house, and And
1: you can't help yourself.
2: I did have a message to write if we were going to stay on track. track. Yes, so I wrote a message. You didn't want to get yelled at. I didn't want to get yelled at in worship planning team meetings. So, like, don't do any work, and then I get to worship planning team and say, "Well, I don't." Why didn't you do any work? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) I, I wrote a message. All right. Um, I did do some things that were um
1: leisurely yeah i
2: mm-hmm. had i had um a couple meals with kids uh-huh on a couple different occasions your kids my kids yeah just no not kids just random kids <laughs> 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 no derek and sarah <laughs> <laughs> just got together with some kids uh, yeah i didn't say <laughs> some kids dinner. i said i had a couple of meals with the kids. Those no, you, are my kids. you
1: said kids, just kids, not even the kids. Oh, uh, that was
0: great. <laughs> I knew you meant...
2: Yeah, well, since you know I don't really like kids... <laughs> yeah. Who, well, that's true. One, to have one would assume I'm having them with my own, who I mostly tolerate. Uh, right. Uh, funny. So, Although
1: you, th- you have been known to not claim them as your own. Well... From time to time. <laughs> on,
2: on a couple of occasions.
0: Did you third wheel on any... Uh, any couples dates? That's what, Sam no. that's what when I do when Jamie
2: leaves town. And then, um, yeah, I actually did not get as much work done as I wanted to. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. So I had a, a fairly significant <laughs> project that I wanted to have done mm-hmm. by today. It's not done.
1: I didn't um, not work project, but I had like some things that I wanted to do just at home um, over break that I did not accomplish over my break.
2: Yeah, I got some painting stuff done. I finished up that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I maintained exercise the whole time. That's good. Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't bad. I did some. I did some reading um, for enjoyment, not just work-related Ooh, what'd reading. What'd you read? I'm reading a biography of Winston Churchill.
1: Interesting.
2: It's really, really good. So <laughs> I read the same book. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Tell us about so it. Sam. Good. <laughs> Tell what was us- your favorite yeah. part? Yeah, what was your favorite part so far? Um I
0: just liked when he was just leading Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that's a good part <laughs> Oh, such a good part <laughs> Man, he's such a great guy yeah.
1: Oh my goodness <laughs> I
0: actually know a lot about Winston just from the World War II documentaries that mm-hmm. I watched. Yeah. But
2: that would be an interesting That's kind of what got me interested yeah. in it Was, you know, you, he shows up on so many He's very quotable, first yeah. of all So like, you know, if you do a search for any quotes He's always there Yeah, And so he's just a he was a remarkable figure in history for a very long time. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of got the itch to learn a little bit more about him and his leadership and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And so uh, it's a really thick book, and I'm just getting started. <laughs> yeah. so, but it's been good uh, so far. That's good. Heather, what would you do for break?
1: Um, I got a lot of things done around my house. I But not everything, like did, you said. But not everything. But I did get a lot of organization accomplished. And I love that so much. Yeah. Um. And purging and stuff like that. We were pretty chill too. We we didn't do a ton. We got together with friends a couple times after Sam and Jamie were out of quarantine. We <laughs> yeah. did go out to eat. And you guys, we're gonna let you in on a little secret. Yeah. It, well, it was a secret to us. Have you been to the butcher's son?
2: I have the one in Great okay. Bridge.
1: There's also one in at Hilltop uh-huh. in Virginia Beach. Yep. It's a fantastic restaurant. Um, it's just awesome.
2: Yeah, it is. Both really of them are. Yep.
1: Well, the Hagers and the Carls went to the Virginia Beach location mm-hmm. on Wednesday, and we we, just, we, we had made, early reservations. We ended up having an early reservation because there weren't a lot left. of times to choose from, mm-hmm. which ended up being a gift. Really?
0: Yep. A yes. Christmas miracle, if you will. It was. Wow.
1: So from five to six, Monday every through Friday. Monday through Friday. They have a steak special where you can get two six-ounce steaks with two sides each for twenty-two dollars. Wow!
0: And we thought it was 22 dollars a piece, right? Which we're like, okay, because it's a pretty expensive restaurant. Yeah. They said no. It's eleven dollars a piece. That's amazing.
1: Amazing, and it was delicious. Well, as soon as as
2: soon as my fast is over, I will. Yeah. No, we're getting ready ready to get into fast time, but it Mm -hmm. was.
0: I don't know if the other place does the other location. I don't know, but we
1: were. Yeah, we were at Hilltop. So
0: I like Hilltop. It's it's nice down there. But I do the um, the Great Bridge. Is it in Great Bridge? I think it's Great Bridge. Right? Yeah. I like that location. Creek. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that location. Yeah. The restaurant's got a little bit better. Yeah.
1: The restaurant itself feels a little cooler. But the food is great. Cooler vibe. In Great Bridge.
2: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Good to know.
1: But yeah. So we did that. And then, like you said, Jamie, you and Bonnie came over one night and had dinner We played games. That was very fun.
0: Oh, what did you guys get for Christmas? What was your favorite Christmas gift? I haven't talked to you guys anything about this.
2: I know. Do you put me on the spot? Sorry.
1: Oh, I can say I got stuff. Well, I got a bunch of stuff for my kitchen, which I was really excited about, which also isn't done yet. I told y'all it wouldn't (laughs) be done in 2021 So, or in 2020. So here's hoping it's done in 2021. It's livable though. It's livable. Um, so I got kitchen stuff and I got a record player and some albums. Oh, so fun! Cool. Really excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's
0: great. Mm-hmm. We gave you a broken record player. Did yeah, you not you want did. that one?
1: Well, I <laughs> I still have that one. Yeah. I'm like making the new one fit into that we one. Ne-
0: that's a good idea. That's what I originally wanted to do, but
1: yeah. I
2: just said whatever. You guys can have the broken one.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Derek actually got me one a record player last year mm-hmm. that I have not done anything with, but I really want to. Like, I want to get. I, I want to buy, you know, kind of the old school amplifier yeah, and speakers yeah. and whatever, but I just have not gotten around to yeah, trying Talk to, to Spence, set that up. Talk to Spence because he has oh, a really? really
1: good system oh, at okay. his house yeah, right. or his apartment.
2: All right. Um, yeah, I we don't, Bonnie and I don't do a lot on the gift giving side to each other at Christmas time. Yeah, neither uh, do we. But um, Sarah and her boyfriend, Chris, they gave us a nice gift certificate for a I want to say it's a French restaurant in the downtown Norfolk area. I can't remember the name of it. Do you like French things? I do. (laughs) So yeah, we're excited for that one and that will be an after the fast. Yes. uh, Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to in February. That's cool. Yeah.
0: We don't do gifts either, but Jamie decided she was going to do gifts this year. Luckily she gave me like a two week warning. She said, hey just so you know, I got you some gifts. I was like okay.
1: And you were in quarantine already, <laughs> so you were right, yes, yeah,
0: so I got on the, the Zon uh-huh. Amazon and uh ordered her some things, but she got me really sentimental um I'm not a big crier, but I almost cried I, I almost cried here. I opened it up, and it was a golf polo from my high school, wow, so it had the high school logo and everything on it brought back some memories. Very it was nice. fun, so yeah, it was that's so cool. nice, yeah, it was really cool, and then she got me a bunch of little things, which was really nice, so.
1: Very good. Very cool. Love Christmas gifts. So fun. Um, okay. So we're done with Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now we're into the new year. We're four days in, guys. Yeah. Four days. So I want to know, do you guys do like vision boards or do you write down goals for the year? And if so, what does that process look like for y'all?
2: So I don't do a vision board. Uh-huh. Um, that's been something that I've just recently heard about in the last handful of years. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't do that, but I do try to write down, um, goals and I try to have goals in like different categories. So like family goals, financial goals, fitness goals, faith goals,
1: mm-hmm you write them in your journal you're yeah. co- you're a journaler mm-hmm.
2: so yeah i'm an occasional journaler mm-hmm. journaler
1: journaler <coughs> so
2: yeah um and i don't know if you noticed but those were all f's so they're i have f and goals <laughs> so, <laughs> so. so that was pretty good that is great yeah, yeah those are great yeah <laughs> oh man you want to hear me again? Now, yes. now that we're included? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, family goals, A true financial pastor. goals, right? Can't help myself. Yeah. Got to alliterate. <laughs> family goals, fitness goals, and some faith goals. That's, That's awesome.
1: It's good, uh-huh. Sam. You want to follow <laughs> the, that? up? Do you have
2: any F's F's goals for the new year? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I don't. I don't write them down. Me and what's her name, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, how many times can I do that joke? um before she I'm sure we'll is find happy out. <laughs> <laughs> um we just talked we had a lot of time to talk over break um but we just i mean she's kind of my accountability partner on all of those things so i share those with her and then she holds me accountable <laughs> um for as long as she can um but yeah my we i kind of do the same thing i don't do the four f's um But we break it down. I I have some physical goals this year that I'd like to accomplish, um, mainly around eating, eating better. Mm -hmm. I'm really tired of just doing, like, the January diet. Mm -hmm. And you feel good with it, but then Mm -hmm. February comes, and you're like, give me all the food. I'm back into this. So I'm trying to find some things that are going to be – I've talked to your brother, Heather, Mm -hmm. a lot. Well, not a lot, but enough that he's given me plenty of things that I probably won't accomplish, but I can try. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, like, my – physical goals and then um spiritual goals there's the bible um the bible project Mm -hmm. i just love that website there's so many really cool things and i was in school for like 10 years i think for my college degree yep um but uh you earned that bachelor i did (laughs) i really did um there's some things where i felt like with the school you were just like, I just want to get this over with. Sure. And so you didn't like dig deep into what I wish now, yep. now that I'm a little older. No, that's for sure. So I love that. Now you can mm-hmm. go and do some of these college courses, courses yep. and really dig into it. I'm, I'm learning learn some more things. So that's one of my goals throughout that's this good. as well. So, yep, And then we got good. financial goals and things like yeah. that. So that's kind of how we break them down.
1: Yeah, that's good. We've done, well, we, I've done, and then my family just, kind of goes along with what I put up but (laughs) I've done um a vision board for years and usually on that I what is
0: tell me what that is yeah
1: so for us for me it's like it is an actual like bulletin board that Mm -hmm. we have up in our kitchen um and on there I put things like what you guys have talked about Mm -hmm. different categories of some goals that we have same top you know same kind of areas but I also kind of put a word on there for the year, like just a word that we're focusing on. um, And then a Bible verse that I just claim. So, and when the kids were younger, I would also do like a verse that I kind of would pray over them Mm, throughout the year. And I'd have it on the boards. Like when they were walking out the door, I don't know if they looked at it all the time or not, but like, but they knew that was, that was there. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what we do um, with that. And, it it was funny because I was taking down the 2020 stuff and looking at it and like some of it just was not even because yeah. of how 2020 went. Right. It was like, no, we didn't, you know, we didn't travel. That wasn't because right. we do a fun. Yeah. One of our categories is fun. Yep. And, um, it another, was, another <laughs> F. Yeah. yeah another nice. F. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we did it, concerts were on there, Um, travel was on there, you know, just things that are like, oh man. Yeah, we
2: put some of that on, like on our family goals and that kind of stuff. Right.
1: So anyway, um, yeah. And speaking of all of that, it kind of just takes us right into what our series that we started yesterday, um, just about goals and kind of this whole restart that we get to do at the beginning of each year so yesterday the series that we started is called Everybody matters and it's based on the book by the same title by gary thomas um so jamie do you want to just kind of give us a overview of why the team chose to do this at the beginning of 2021 yeah there's, there's a lot of things we could sure do,
2: yeah so you know we do a around here we do a, a one-year teaching calendar mm-hmm. so we We try to, um, you know, map out 12 months in advance where we're headed with messages. Um, And so when you do that, you want to try to have, um, you know, a mixture of things that um, are going to offer the church kind of a well-balanced, you know, spiritual diet through the course of a year. So, you know, we we know we're always going to do a deep dive into a book of the Bible. We know that's going to take two months to, Mm -hmm. to pull off. Uh, we know Christmas is going to be around Christmas. You Which know, you guys love both. Love, of you love that. Love yeah. so, much. so you know, there's there's some things that are just fixed. You kind of know what they are, and then you want to have um, a series or two throughout the year that really hit on felt needs for people who are outside of church, so that it would be very accessible to someone who's not a part of a, a church, but it's a topic that they would be really interested in. Um, and then you got to throw in the mix, you know, uh, financial series uh every every other year Mm -hmm. uh relationship series you know all these things that you you want to look at and make sure that you're offering these things you know not every every 12 months but um at least over a 24 month period you you've hit a pretty steady kind
1: of in a rhythm of that kind of in a rhythm yep
2: so um january uh it's just the perfect time for a series like this which is focusing on spiritual and physical well-being um we've done s- several in the past over over mm-hmm. the last 15 years we've done a handful of these uh series that focus on health and um you know honestly prior to us doing that i've i've never attended a church that did a series on your physical well-being right. Right. never yeah so but i think it's a real felt need and i think people resonate with it i got several text messages from from people in the church yesterday that just said i i really needed that right message, um, you know, came at a a perfect time. And I think it is, you know, like all the ads are around, you know, freshly and gym memberships Mm -hmm. and all the things. So like this is the time people are thinking about it. They want to reset.
1: Yeah. And I think it's great because, you know, there's a lot of people that will come to or watch a Christmas service online that maybe don't go to church, you know, the rest of the year. That's kind of their check in. Um, And when you can follow that up with a very practical series like your physical health and be able to speak to the person who might not be like super engaged in church or they're ready to give church a try in the new year and kind of like no matter where they are on their relationship with Jesus, like it's just, it's a good way to kind of kick off the year.
0: What do you guys think about there's this, there's a conversation kind of happening in general through social media around the idea of like some people are definitely on the side where they're like, we shouldn't, like, it's still crappy what's going on right now. And so they're like, don't be too, like, almost don't be too optimistic. And then there's people that are totally like, you switched to January 1st and it's like hmm. flipping a switch. I'm just wondering, like, what camp do you guys kind of yeah, sit in? Or I, that's a great how's question your mind work?
1: because that's kind of what I was like wanting to talk about next anyway. Is oh, like, sorry. just no, that, that's the notes. thing <laughs> that is like, you know, at the beginning of your message, Jamie, you j- did kind of talk through like 2020's been rough. You, um, let us know that, you know, you had this realization on the pod a couple of weeks ago about you being a a prophet. Yeah. I mean, that's really what happened. I know. So, I, I
2: did a, <laughs> I did do a little bit of a hum, humble brag <laughs> right. at the beginning of the, yeah. Uh,
1: and so you, and the, the prophetic word that you were giving us yesterday was that 2020 is going to be, 2021 is going to be better yeah. than 2020 so, oh, man, yeah, it's
2: a good word. I feel <laughs> I'm feeling pretty certain about that.
1: Yeah. So but to Sam's question, yeah. like, yeah, how does that all fit in? Where where are you sitting with that?
2: So I think like mentally there is this, you know, switch that goes from December to January where uh-huh. you just kind of like, OK, it's time mm-hmm. reset, you know, yeah. and you kind of go in. But the reality is the reality is it's you know we we did a series i can't remember what it was called but we did a series a few years ago where we talked a lot about like nothing magically happens when you turn the page of the calendar yeah. you know yeah. like there's got to be intentionality that goes behind that mm-hmm. um and so yeah the reality is you know as we start this year um man what's been going on in 2020 is still
0: Alive and well, well yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just it you know, there is there's
2: so many families right now that are going through so much, and um, you know, for them, the start of twenty twenty one is is uh, really tough. And so, you know, i I am optimistic that this year will be better than last, but it's going to be a process to get there, and. Mm-hmm um yeah so i you know it's a it's a mixed thing for me like i think mentally i I do have this optimism that kind of hits me in january Mm -hmm. last year was such a grind Mm -hmm. and the break even though i worked i Mm -hmm. thought of the other thing i wrote i wrote an all-staff talk also (laughs) so i did a message in an (laughs) all-staff talk but um you know you get a break you mentally kind of get refreshed Mm -hmm. and um yeah, so then you you go at the go at the new year yeah. but with the reality that yeah, it's going to be a process to get from where we've been and right. where we are to to out of this.
1: Well, I think it's even, you know, there's the scripture that says that the Lord's mercies are new every morning yeah. and we I think in the daily grind of things we forget that. And for us just kind of culturally, the end of the year kind yeah. of allows us to think about that again yep. like yep oh, this is a new year. There is, There are new things happening. There can be, we can make changes. We can reset kind of how we're thinking. And Jamie, you said in the message, there isn't much we can undo about yep. 2020, but there's a lot we can do moving forward. And yeah. you challenged us to engage in church, Yep. Um, the Ecclesia. So why is that? Why is engaging in church so important to be, to moving forward to seeing 2021 different. What's the hope that we find in that?
2: Well, I mean, the bottom line is because that is God's plan. You know, Mm -hmm. so God's plan is the church. He establishes church as the means by which he would bring about the redemption of the world and the sanctification of the believer, the, the process of the of the follower of Jesus becoming more and more like Jesus. His plan to accomplish that is the church. And, um, you know, it's, there are, and there will continue to be many people who are engaging church online, which I think is awesome. And there is a way, so I, I want to be clear, you know, when I, when I talk about this, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing the, the people who are engaging online. I think that's a great avenue to Mm -hmm. engage church. Right. But yet there has to be something else that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit at home and stream content and say, I'm engaged in church. Mm-hmm. Unless you're engaged relationally with others, mm-hmm. you're not really engaged in church. You are just you're streaming observing. content. You're mm-hmm. observing.
1: Which can happen on campus, too. There's oh, for there sure. Are plenty of people that can come on campus. Yeah,
2: no, it, it really and, happens. Yeah, you're right. In fact, the majority of people who come are also observers. Right. right. So, um, you know the engagement part happens when you're part of a B group. It happens when you're, when you're serving with others, it happens relationally. And that's because that's what the church is. The church is relationship. So it's in the gathering with others that, you know, we bear each other's burdens that we encourage each other, that we serve one another, that we sharpen each other, that we practice generosity, that we learn to forgive. We weep with those who weep. We celebrate with those who are celebrating it. All of that happens That is, those are all words that describe what happens in the church according to God's plan. And none of that can happen if you are not engaged with someone else. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And that's, I mean, to have all of those emotions in partnership, to face all of those things that you just listed off with others, that's what helps us move forward. That's what helps us move forward. It doesn't allow for us to stay stuck Correct. and where we are. And yeah. it's not
2: easy. Like any of those things. No. They're easy to rattle off. Sure. But they're, you know, that's the hard work of relationships. You know, I, I mentioned we forgive one another. Well, that means you've been hurt by someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you got to work through that. You bear someone's burdens. That's going to be time consuming and it's going to consume some of your energy. Yep. Um, so like, but that's, that's the stuff of church.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. So the theme of loving God is found throughout the Bible, and it's talked about in loving him with our mind, soul, and body. What of those things comes easiest for y'all? We ask this as part of our Talk About It questions, too, so I just thought it'd be interesting to hear what you guys say.
2: So so here's, here's my answer, and it is in keeping with my philosophy of the 11th commandment. Okay. Which is? Thou shalt keep it real. real. Right. Uh, I don't find any of them easy. Yeah. So my mind tends to wander rather quickly from spiritual things. Um, you know, I weigh more now than I ever have <laughs> in my entire life. And my soul, I'm not even sure how to even think about that, what that, you know, kind of looks like. But most of the time, I'm I'm not really thinking uh, about my body truthfully i mean most mm-hmm. of the time and i do have a tendency to tick the boxes on spiritual stuff pretty easily so yep did that mm-hmm. you know check that off i'm doing okay um and you know that i do that because those practices are just deeply ingrained in me but you know am i allowing them to sift me and change me and mold me Boy, not as often as I should be. Right. You know, so yeah, I don't find, I don't find any of them particularly easy. Yeah. That's my answer.
0: No, I think that's so true. I think it's, it depends on the season you're in too. Mm-hmm. Right. I and mean, there's, you know, at the end of January, you're probably going to feel pretty good about yourself body-wise.
2: <laughs> 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 I am going <laughs> to. So you're going to be like, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm crushing this. Oh, you know? so speaking of, just to 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 mention that because you talked about this earlier you know doing a january thing and then kind of going back to normal yeah this year our fast and i'm introducing the fast this coming sunday but bonnie and i already started it um show offs no just personal (laughs) um so uh we're doing a 30 day just like we're asking the church to engage in um, but right after, like a week after the fast is over, Lent, Lent. begins. Yep. Uh-huh. So it's, it's actually Easter's early this year, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the first Sunday of, of April, and so it's an opportunity really to to, to lengthen that window mm-hmm. of, yeah. of, of disciplining yourself. Yeah. yeah, which I'm actually pretty excited about. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that's good.
1: So Sam, do do you think any of those come easier for you, or
0: no? I mean, he stole the answer. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> typical <laughs> uh no i just i don't think any are easy I, it, they can seem easy in the season that you're in depending on it if, yeah you know if you're talking to your kids and you're giving them good direction stuff you might feel like oh man my mind's really good right now uh-huh. i'm in a good spot or if i'm in the middle of leading worship and it's just a powerful moment mm-hmm. you think oh man soul. my soul is mm-hmm. just so this is so easy so i think it just depends on the season yeah, yeah.
1: And I think people probably think of the answers to that depending on sort of just how they're wired, right? So yeah. like some of us, our, our connection with the Lord is going to be more in that intellectual side of things. Some sure. of it's going to be a little bit more in the physical realm of things and how you, um, you know, if you exercise or being out in nature, like those kinds of things. And then there's the soul side of it yep. where, yeah, maybe you're a person that connects more with the Lord when you're in prayer or in worship or. Yeah. yeah and that's why,
0: that's why I brought up that question around the, the social media mm-hmm. discussion right now. It's like, we just have to be careful as Christ followers of like, incur- we want to be encouragement. Like we want right. to encourage those that are try like they're trying to improve their mind, their body yes. and their soul. So, you know, ripping them down and just being like, oh, we're still in this old (laughs) (laughs) crappy year or whatever. Nothing's changed. Like, I get it 100%. My pessimistic mind sometimes seems to go that way.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but optics and, like, how you think about things is such a – not to be one of those prosperity kind of people, but, like, man, how you approach – your attitude when you approach something goes a long way towards – how you're going to respond and react to that. So like if you're going into it saying, yeah, this still blows. Well, yeah, it's going to still blow for you. Yep. For sure.
1: But if you are filled with the hope that Jesus offers, right. I don't know how you can be super pessimistic. I don't either. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Right. So we rarely think of bodily sins outside of the context of sexual sin. And the Bible talks so often about the body. Um, And but in the sexual sin, okay, so let me restate this. We really think of bodily sins outside of the context of sexual sin when the Bible clearly addresses gluttony, laziness, other things like that. Mm-hmm. So do you think it says something about the state of our culture versus the st- the culture in biblical times and just how we process yeah. how the Bible talks about the body?
2: Yeah, so in the book, uh, Every Body Matters, uh, Thomas goes through... Um, the Bible and looks at all of the verses on gluttony. It's a pretty interesting mm. section. Mm-hmm. Um and there aren't lots. You know, there's there's a few. There's a lot more on laziness than there is on gluttony. There's a there's a couple few references to gluttony. Some of them are almost even veiled references like they don't really come right out and say it. Um and he makes the observation in the book uh, about saying, you know, well, you know, in the culture and the time in which the Bible was written, um, people were scrapping to survive. So there there wasn't yeah. there weren't a whole lot of people Burger King and Whoppers, <laughs> right? There weren't a whole lot of people just sitting around pounding burgers, Big you know. So, um, but the Bible does interestingly enough talk a lot about feasting and the importance of taking time to feast. And there were celebrations and celebrations of God goodness. And there was a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And it's because like outside of those times of feasting, there was a lot of scarcity. So the, the, that was intended to bring them to this place of bounty where they could uh, have a moment of feasting. And, you know, the reality is for most of us, we feast every day. Of the year, you know, by yep. biblical standards, you right. know, sometimes three times a day <laughs> if, yep. every day of the year. And we don't know a whole lot about, you know, what scarcity kind of looks like. So, uh, and they had to work a lot harder than we, most of us do, you know, just physically, they worked a lot mm-hmm. harder uh, for food. So, you know, gluttony wasn't as much a thing where today, you know, we just have so much available and everything is so plentiful. Um, yeah, I think I think it definitely speaks to the different cultures. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a bigger issue today, certainly, than it was when the Bible yeah. was written.
0: Yeah, and you said, you know, it doesn't talk a ton about gluttony, but the idea is, I love that God created us this way and how he designed us is like, your body will tell you for <laughs> sure. <laughs> like even us being locked in the house for two and a half, mm-hmm. three weeks. Like you're, you just get worn. You're just like worn down from doing nothing. Yeah. You're just sitting around and it's so easy just to continue that habit. You're just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't, I don't care anymore. (laughs) And you just kind of go through this cycle, this endless cycle. But you have to like, you have to break out of that. And when you do that, I hate this so much and I don't do this. But when you run in the morning and then you like, you get almost like an energy high Mm -hmm. where like you get to work and you're like finishing up stuff. Now you get tired a little bit later after that. Yeah. But like, I think it's amazing that your body like God created our bodies to tell us how we should be doing this. Yeah,
1: yeah, so true. So you asked the question, "How holy is your body?" So, hmm. what does the word "holy" mean, and how how does it relate to our physical selves?
2: So, first of all, we're not talking about piercings, right? Uh, yeah, those holy H O L Y, right? Yeah. So this is holy, as in holiness. <laughs> dad jokes. Yeah. Dad jokes. Was yeah. going? Thanks. <laughs> Worked really hard on that. <laughs> And you're so, typing it, you're like, yeah. oh yeah. Ooh, this, is <laughs> this is gonna be good. <laughs> Actually I didn't make it in my notes, but I oh, okay. did I did Wow say off it. the yeah. cuff. Right right off the cuff. And I am an <laughs> you're expert a big mind. <laughs> yes. Um so holy just means to be set apart for God in his use and purpose. So a body available to be used by him and for him. Um that's that's what I was referring to, mm-hmm. talking about being physically holy. It's um, holiness of of body is kind of like it's stewardship of body. It's it's managing your health in such a way. And, and we'll talk more about this in future messages. But, you know, we're not talking about a particular body, you know, type, type yeah. you know, super skinny, super ripped, whatever. Right. Um, it's just really about being. Healthy and being able to do those things that um that God would tap you to do, so your your body's well enough pure enough, holy enough that whatever God asks healthy of enough, you yeah. healthy enough mm-hmm. you can you can respond,
0: yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard a a message like that when I think you talked a little bit about it yes, about like raking leaves, yeah right. Mm-hmm. Like the idea, why do we not think about that as Christians right. of being able to just be able to go over and help a neighbor? Like what? Well, we don't shovel snow here anymore, but like whatever it is, if it's some kind of physical activity, like, Oh man, that's such a, so there's a, that's there, a moment missed. If you can't do that for real, a there, God moment. Here's
2: missed. I have a neighbor, uh real good guy. He's been there as I've been in the same house for 16, almost 17 years. He's been my neighbor the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I take my trash cans out on Tuesday and when I get home from work they're back at the house. And yeah. he goes down the street and pulls everyone's cans yep. back to their house. And um I mean that's a cool thing to do, but yeah, I mean that's a that's a way that you could practically serve a neighbor. Yep. Yep. But if you're not physically up to doing it, you, you can't, can't do, do it. Then you can't do it. Right. right. It reminds me. Remember,
0: uh, I'm sure you remember this, but we had like 20 people show up to your house the one day and we yeah. raked all your leaves in like 30 minutes.
2: Yeah, that was when Bonnie was going through uh-huh. her yeah, all her stuff. Yeah. But it was
0: awesome because I just looked around that and I'm like, man, this is... Yeah, it was a great definition of church. Yeah, it really was. Of what happens. Yep. And I mean, I wish we just did that more often. I know it's tough to get that many people around and you're the senior pastor, so you probably got a little (laughs) special treatment, but (laughs) well over a hundred bags of leaves. Yeah, but it's just, I I just think that's amazing. And being able to do that physically Physically, and healthy, that's, it's so important.
1: So important. Well, managing our health is a form of spiritual discipline as much as it is a physical one. So what are some forms of spiritual discipline? And how can they help us attain physical health?
2: So um, the the one that came to mind is just the one that we're engaging in and, and we'll be preparing yeah. the church to engage in, which is just, it's fasting. And I'll talk more about that on Sunday coming up. Um, but it's interesting to me that like fasting, intermittent fasting, uh, the cleanses, all those kinds of things have become very popular culturally.
1: Very popular. And
2: like that was not always the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a recent phenomenon. Um, but how interesting that that's become so popular and it's an ancient truth from scripture. Right. Yep. You know? Yep. And I always love when our culture stumbles onto spiritual truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this look is what we figured out. Yeah, look what we figured <laughs> out. Yeah, they're writing books we left and right. All you do is pull out the it's Bible. Vegetables. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> and quiet time. Yeah. Yeah. Meditation. Meditation. Yeah. 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 That's the thing, you know. So um, I think our culture is stumbling onto a spiritual mm-hmm. truth. But as followers of Christ, uh, we ought to be leading the way in this. And um, so, yeah, fasting is certainly one of those things that there are health benefits to it. And, um, and then I think also even reading scripture can be a discipline that can help you attain physical health because there are verses that can inform you on principles Mm -hmm. that can help, help you to be a healthier person. So, uh, those are two disciplines that kind of came to mind. How
1: have y'all like found success or struggled in those things in any spiritual discipline? Like have, how has that? in your journey with the Lord?
0: Um, yeah, mine was going to be, I mean, obviously, I'm the worship pastor, so I have to bring music <laughs> into it. But I think people, we've gotten a little distracted in worship music now because they almost seem like celebrities. Yeah. You know, they're huge bands. Um, and we do a lot of their songs, but they're just really good songs. But the the main focus of it's from scripture, like a good yeah. worship song yes. is from scripture. So Correct. in your quiet times, when you're listening, if, if, if you want to listen to scripture, obviously read through scripture. But also, if you listen to worship songs, like... Think about the lyrics, don't just yeah. think about mm-hmm. the tune. Don't just be like, "Oh, this is a catchy song. I love when the bridge builds and it's this big moment." No, if you listen to the words, like, "Man, that's straight from that's straight from God. Like that's mm-hmm. from the scripture." And uh so I was I was in the gym the other day, uh and I hadn't led worship for probably the longest stint in years yeah. and years and years, yeah. right? Um, and I had the music from my favorite songs from 2020 mm-hmm. playing and thank goodness it was a lot of worship songs. <laughs> I, did, did you start leading worship in the gym? Oh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Again, this is maybe I'm getting more sentimental now, but I'm like sitting there on this bench and, um, Waymaker's on and mm. it's the, the bridge, even when I don't, even when I don't feel uh-huh. it, he's working that thing. Right. And I just sat like water in my eyes and it was a spiritual moment. Like I had my ears and nobody was bothering me. I knew there was a lot of people around, but like it was me and God in that moment. Yeah. yeah. So like that discipline of just of just isolating yourself and listen, that's for me, that's yeah. The, yeah. E- the easiest, if you will.
1: Well, yeah. I love that example, too, because it ties into something that Jamie mentioned yesterday mm-hmm. just about like. Pairing things together, so you were doing like a physical thing. You were also engaging spiritually with the Lord during that time, and like that's where He can meet us. That intersection of like just doing life with Him. Yeah, and that's not like I'm not saying like
0: I'm this holy person. I didn't even realize it in the moment.
1: Right, I was just
0: like, oh, I want to listen to the worship songs because I like worship songs. But then like it just turned into, yeah. it turned yeah. into a moment until yeah. afterwards I was like, oh my gosh, that was mm-hmm. two really cool spiritual moments
1: <laughs> right. there.
2: That's yeah. no, really good.
1: That's awesome. So Jamie, you mentioned Second Timothy 2, 20 through 21. And the last part of that passage says, you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work and we just kind of talked about this a little bit with the raking leaves Hmm. scenario, but how have you experienced or seen someone or even your own physical health allow or inhibit them for serving others?
2: Yeah. I I can think of people who wanted to go like on a missions trip, but they were unable to Mm -hmm. go because they just were not physically able to, to do what was required, uh, on a trip. And, um, In ways that they could have done something about, right, right, right. Yeah. So, and I want to be really clear on that. As we were kind of putting this together, Um, I'm not referring to anyone uh, with any disability. Oh, for sure. Um, You know, I've watched people in a wheelchair with more courage and desire Mm -hmm. to serve others than people with zero physical limitations. (sighs) Yeah, and we have, and we have folks in our church who, uh, you know, they're, they're in a chair, but they they greet with enthusiasm yep. they work in the parking lot they're yes. you know they're doing things and 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 people who could do that and then some walk right by them and right aren't doing anything well one of so. our
1: favorite um members who passed away a few years mm-hmm. ago miss nancy just yeah. crippled with arthritis yep and was in the office every, every week. single week yep. folding envelopes for yep. Programs, yep. programs like just amazing. Like everyone yeah. can do something.
2: Everyone can do something. So I'm referring to people with preventable conditions brought on by lifestyle choices. Yeah. You know, people who don't have the energy to to work with kids or prayer walk or you know, mm-hmm. whatever the whatever the thing is, the servant evangelism projects that yep. we do. You know, there are people who who can't participate in those things simply because like they can't be on their feet for an hour and a half. Right. You know, walking around mm-hmm. doing things. So yeah, there's there's no shortage of examples. And, and I, so like my heart behind this whole series is like, I, I don't want people to miss out on serving God in ways that, that they benefit from. Like their Mm -hmm. walk with Christ is going to be so much better if they're able to engage in these things. And I think there are a lot of people who are missing out on what God wants to do in them uh, simply because uh, they've kind of let, you know, themselves uh, get to a place where physically they've just gotten very limited. Right. Mm -hmm. And
1: it can kind of feed that selfish monster that we all have. Right. Like if we're not able to be caring for and serving others, then we are automatically like focusing on ourselves and not in a good way in, in this scenario that we're talking about, which just kind of like, oh, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And, really that's that's just selfish mm-hmm. like we're just the
0: the best example i've seen of someone coming alongside and she would be really mad cuz <laughs> she didn't do this to get any kind of like mm-hmm. you know w- awards for it but uh Brittany, mm-hmm. your sister-in-law like when we did that fast a couple years ago the, yeah. it was it was the Dana Fast or was yeah. it it was, that Daniel, was the Daniel Fast, fast. right fast. Mm-hmm. i mean she had the staff refrigerator just stocked with vegan mm. food and all these different things and that was That was such a blessing to our family because that was a tough, (laughs) that's a tough fast Mm -hmm. to go through. But like, I think if we can think outside of the box on how we can help others, like that's one of the the greatest examples Mm -hmm. that I have from somebody doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember that.
1: Yep. Well, I want to talk about two of the next steps that we were encouraged to take yesterday. And the first one is getting a physical. Mm -hmm. So why is that important? And why do people not like to do that?
0: (laughs) I have a funny story real quick. Um and I know my dad listens to this so I wouldn't tell it real fast. Okay. Um I had been pretty proud cuz I had been working out and I hadn't <laughs> seen my parents in like a year and a half, right? And uh they came down this past su- summer so I put on the tightest shirt I could find, you know, <laughs> just to really show off. Medium. Yeah, and uh and they get there and uh mom was just like, "Oh, son, you've been working out." And I was like, "I don't know, mom, maybe a little bit. I don't know." <laughs> and my dad doesn't say anything. He just says, "Did you get a physical yet?" So he said, "Yeah." It wasn't like, oh, it's good, son. He's like, did you get a physical? Uh, Have you had a physical? You yeah. seen a doctor? Yeah. I was like, no, Dad, I haven't. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so when you brought up physical, funny. it made me laugh yesterday. That is funny.
1: <laughs> and Waitman was probably like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. See, Sam? See, you're supposed to See? get a physical. Good, yeah. physical.
0: Uh, <laughs> he's right
2: again. <laughs> yeah. Dad's are always right. So, um, yeah, it's important because you want to get a baseline and you want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people... Um, you know, I go every six months for uh, once a year for like a full physical, but twice a year for a blood workup. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm able to keep an eye on on all the numbers, mm-hmm. you know, the cholesterol and all the things that they review with you. And I have a doctor who will take the time to review those numbers with me every single year. Mm-hmm. And she'll even do a, you know, compare and contrast from the year prior and see, you know, where the trend is and that kind of stuff. Yep. So yeah, just getting a baseline for what's happening is really important, and uh, if you're going to take your physical health seriously, then it stands to reason you should get a physical. So yeah, um, yeah, I just think it's an important to to know like yeah, so like I know people who you know they they encounter a a time where they're really not feeling good or whatever, and they're Scratching around trying to find a doctor's office to get into—that's mm-hmm. right. another reason. Like, yeah. you want to have a relationship with a physician, so that you know when there's something going on, you have a place to turn. Yeah. Like, you don't want to wait until you're not feeling good to try to find a. And you a, have
1: no history, and you and have no, right—you have right. nothing. So
2: yeah. I just think it's really important. Uh, it, it, I'm sure it was something that was—I remember as a kid, it was just like deeply ingrained in us. You know, like right. the dentist every six months, the doctor every mm-hmm. twelve months. And I still remember my pediatrician, Dr. Cuttingham, I think was his name. Coddington. Dr. Coddington was his name. And, uh, you know, him having us, uh, he checked our posture and yeah, all the things, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, it was just, that was something that was deeply ingrained in me. But mm-hmm. I'm grateful for it because that's one of those things that, I do think is, is really important.
0: I think a great example of why people don't want to go to the doctor. It's like when you took a test and you didn't study for it. And so you're waiting for the results back. You're like, I just don't want to, to I don't even want to know what the the thing is, but it's like, you have to go like, just go find out what your score is. And then you can improve
2: from there. It's just, you have to do it. You have to do it. And, and Bonnie, um, my wife, she will, you know, she has scans. She had, cancer in the past Mm -hmm. and so she has scans um you know right now we're doing them every six months to keep an eye on what's going on and i totally understand the anxiety around those scans right but at the same time like i don't get nervous about it because well it's partly just my makeup (laughs) um but i I always tell her like I don't know why you're nervous. They're just going to tell you what's already happening. What's happening. Right. You know, we yeah. need to know what's happening, right? And you how many stories you have know. you
0: heard? Yeah, mm-hmm. of people finding out things early just because they yes. went for something else and got tested. Yeah, yep. that's
1: so good. Then, then the other um, next step that I just want to mention real quick was the monitoring our well-being, both physical and spiritual. So, how? What are some steps we can take or how can we monitor those things like what do you what do you mean by that practically
2: speaking monitoring our physical and spiritual yeah. well being. so i mean the monitoring of the physical is just pretty easy mm-hmm. you know because those things are just super easy to monitor so you know you take your blood pressure you know get a yeah, home get on a scale yeah get on a scale i weigh myself every single morning it's a habit i don't some people say you shouldn't do it i just it's the first thing I do mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I take my blood pressure. I try to remember to do it at least once a week and I have an app that records it so I can see, you know, what the trend line is on it. So those are the things that, you know, I, how, how much did I exercise this week? How much mm-hmm. cardio did I do? You know, I have a, I have a routine of, of exercise that, um, you know, I'm at least trying to do cardio four times a week, sometimes five yep. and and then I have another routine with um, uh, other exercises. So um, that's how you do the, you get a, you get in a routine with yeah. your physical stuff. And
1: there are so many apps and so stuff many. to help you track those things yep. now. Yep.
2: It's and it's
0: never been easier. If you can find somebody to like do it with you. Yes. Right. Like, man, that's, that's that the that best. Stuff. I mean, right. I know some people are just like, oh, I just want to go do it by myself, but. I know how I work and it would just be like you might do it for a week and then Yeah. There's just nobody. Did you go to the gym today? Yeah, I went. Or no, I didn't. Like just some people, just to ask you those simple mm-hmm. questions I think no, makes it a
2: lot better. No, that's really good. Yeah. I think that is important. And then on the on the spiritual discipline side, monitoring your spiritual health and well being. Yeah, I talked about this yesterday. I mean, it is harder to it's harder to monitor because it's very easy to get into the ticking boxes,
1: almost legalism, almost legalism, thing, or just yeah. rote stuff. Right, you right. know,
2: you're just kind of going through the motions. It's very easy to fall into that. I'm 100 percent guilty of that. Um, so it's a little harder to to measure. But same, like even just what you just mentioned now, um, being in relationship with other people, being a part of a group of mm-hmm. people. So around here, a B group, that's part of what holds you accountable to that. You know, and um, to have one or two people that you talk to about what's going on inside your heart spiritually, yeah, um, is valuable and to have a larger group of people that, you know, that you meet with on a regular basis to pray with. And, and, um, man, it's just like those kinds of things really do matter. And I think, you know, accountability around a, your church family, you know, are you, Are you serving people? Because Jesus served people. So if you're Mm -hmm. not serving anyone, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you're not doing so well spiritually because that's what Jesus did. You know, if you're not generous, you're not doing very well spiritually because God is generous. So there are some things that are easy to measure. You can measure your giving and um, your your participation and engagement uh, with your church family uh, they're not guarantees that right. you're going in the right direction, and, but they're
0: helpful. And try try new things like. Listen to some Christian leadership podcasts like, right. That's you good. know, try some different, maybe yep. a different uh, version of the Bible scripture you're reading just yep. to give you a little bit different, you know, perspective on them. It's the same as, as lifting and, and those kind of things and exercising. If you do the same exercise every single day over and over, your body just gets used to it right. and, and you won't, and you, get bored. you won't improve anymore. <laughs> right, right. It'll just get stuck. It's the same thing with the spiritual. Like you have to try new things. You got to listen to new songs and, and put it in different yep. environments, all those different things.
1: Yeah. So just as we wrap up, um, just wanted to share one of the verses that we went over yesterday from 1 Timothy 4. And it says, physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. Do you have any thoughts you want to share on that, Jamie, as we wrap up our conversation?
2: Yeah, just that, you know, Paul is... Hitting on exactly what we're trying to to accomplish in this series, he's saying both of these things are important. It, physical training does have some value, and spiritual training has even more value. So, uh, if that's true, then ask yourself, what am I doing to train myself physically, and what am I doing to train myself spiritually? and try to try to incorporate that into this new year. It will get your year headed in a better direction.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, that's all we've got time for today. If you're enjoying the Made for Mondays podcast, please share it on your social media feeds and be sure to leave us a positive rating and review. We're continuing the Everybody Matters series this coming Sunday. Grab the book from Amazon or download the audiobook and then make plans to join us at 9 or 10:45. And with everyone trying to get the new year off to a good start, why not invite some friends to join you? If you attend on campus or online and fill out a communication card each week of the series, you will be entered into a drawing for a free gym membership. You can find the communication cards on the Believers app. Thanks for being here, friends. Let's do all we can to be loved this week.